the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. I'm Gladdy Harmon, and you're listening to Iron Real Estate. We're the only show on talk radio that's about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which is almost everything. If you've been listening to the show recently, you'll know that includes property tax relief, noise abatement from noisy neighbors, how to sell and buy, and what it takes to get a mortgage. If you have any questions about real estate, please give us a ring at 866 866- Nine seven zero nine six two two. I'm joined today by Attorney Andrew Leib. Hey, Dottie, how you doing? Oh, I'm finally glad I could hear you. I went blank for a while; I couldn't hear anything. I'm okay. I'm just battling a a flu that I can't seem to get rid of. Still, so, yes, Still? but I'm well, oh. well. I just want to give everyone advice. Don't do what I do. Like, just you stay do? home and t- get it better. You know, if you keep on oh. going out and running to do this and that, it kind of never leads. But um, not, Dottie never quits. That's uh, the thing. I see you on the internet. You're giving a speech to CEOs. You're everywhere, Dottie. Uh, Dottie's on the run. Yeah. But Dottie on great. the run. I like that. No, thanks. Um, yeah, but I, but I, I you know, I, I, there was an Inman conference, which I, you know, they've been doing conferences in the city probably since. 17 years now or something of that sort and uh, people from all over the country and all different brands in real estate and all the latest technology all the latest platforms um, really they display and then there's keynote speakers and I learned so much matter of fact uh, you know uh, I've been going myself I was a speaker many many years ago and that's how I met Brad and I'm always telling people <clears throat> You know what? The day that you stop learning is the day to call it quits. Right, Ace? Yeah, that's so true. And then I was speaking at something. The Ace, I met a friend of Ace who's actually spectacular. And it was a, not only admin, it was something else. And it was really more about what's going on. What's the future of everything? You know, what's going to happen? Not only the real estate, because real estate's real estate. Everyone's going to buy real estate or everyone has to live somewhere. Okay, and I remember even in the recession when people were were lined up at banks, I said, well, listen, we'll always have a plan B. People need a place to live. If they don't buy houses, we'll sell tents. But at the end of the day, what do you think? Everyone's it was just and, you know, you know, obviously we're joined by Ace Wadisupop, who is the president and residential leading person at Citizens Bank. 
and Citizens Bank works with Douglas Elliman as a preferred lender, and it's the nation's one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions. And I have been working with Ace for I don't know so many years. Yeah. Think, um, and I met a friend of yours. Yes. Okay. She was great. And you know, one of the things I was speaking at, all of a sudden, these girls at the end came over. A bunch of them, all excited. They were all in their early thirties or somewhere around there, and. They're like, oh, you know, we support women, and we support women like like yourself who are trailblazers and this and that. And they were so adorable, and they were, and they 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 have this organization throughout the country, and I was so glad that I spoke. I mean, it was a great venue, but I also said, oh, I'll help you guys, um, and it was great to see them all out there, and I met some old friends. And what do you think the future is, Ace? I'm just curious. Yeah. And what do you see? I see a lot of technology companies coming into the real estate industry along with every other industry, right? So I think technology will, will make it easier for real estate, for consumers that are looking. And, I th- you know, even now you have consumers looking online and they have all the information at their fingertips. But the key question is how do we apply ourselves as folks in the real estate industry to really make that transition easier, right? So, I think, you know what, for all of us, Andrew and myself and Ace, I think what what everyone asks, oh, is, is are these artificial intelligence, which is another big uh, topic of discussion, mm-hmm. and uh, technology going to take over your job? Everyone's so okay, afraid they're that they're going to replace over. us. Yeah. Is that robot going to take yeah. over you? And I'll tell you, I have I've hired the robots. Then they can always behave, too. They <laughs> They never give me any guff. They say, Dottie, you're the greatest. I program this to say that. Okay. Uh, like the mirror on the wall, Dottie. Yeah, robot, yeah. robot on the wall. That's it, Andrew. Don't you say I'm ugly or I'll smash the window. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, no. You know, and, and, and then I, I, you know, everyone, I remember like going back about 10 or 12 years ago, everybody said the internet was going to take over your job. Oh, the internet is going to take your job. You're... And I really think that, I obviously, I think that. The skills that you need going forward are, are in some ways, some of them are very different. But I think it's how we embrace the future. Yes. Um, and that's really the word I want to use, how we embrace it. Because I, love I, that. I don't yeah. think yeah. they take over anything. Yeah. I think they make the experience. And everything today is more about a, a consumer experience. I think they, they make the experience easier um, and more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what people were talking about. Uh, you know, wh- wh- how do we even make the experience better? Uh, but I don't think it takes the place of somebody who's human who can negotiate a deal. Who can now? Could robots show you an open house? I'm sure they could. And the robot probably could know more than any human could know about the property. Uh, but you know, at the same token, I I just think they're all part of an equation. And I know with the mortgage, and even with the mortgage business, yeah. yeah, you could go online, and you can you could have been gone online twenty years ago. I mean, it's not something that's really new, but I I think that it's really important, um, especially now with such a wide venue of mortgages and different kind of financing options. Where when I started the real estate business, they said, Dottie, there's three mortgages. <laughs> there's a VA mortgage, and obviously you have to be a veteran to get that, yeah. and that's no money down. And then there's an FHA mortgage, which is backed by the government or guaranteed by the government, and that's, you know, you could put 3%, 5%, 10% down, 
And then there's a regular 20-year mortgage. And so it wasn't that complicated. Now there's a million options. There weren't equity loans. I mean, so I think really it's important for people um, to, to, to really correspond. Now, some people want to speak. Some people want to do it through email. Some people want to do it through text. Uh, but I really think it's important because we can't be an expert in anything. We're, like, we're not. We're not experts in everything. And I think it's about your success in anything you do is about putting the right team together. So when you're buying a home, you need the right attorney. Okay? And I always stress to people, don't use your son-in-law, who's a divorce attorney, on your real estate deal. Okay? He doesn't really want to do it anyway. Okay? Yes. <laughs> and the right financing and the right bank and the right... Mo- a person, mortgage experts that can help you with, hey, what are the options that are available? And there's so many more today than there were. And what is your long-term goals? If you know, And they might change over time. And how can you utilize them? I was told there's even now mortgages and that you could get financing for if you don't have the down payment, if you want to rent for a while and then buy, there's companies that do that. There's a million companies. There's companies that'll buy your house um, and everyone's like, oh my God. And so I see all these real estate companies try to be everything to everybody and I really don't agree with that, just my opinion. I think do what you do and do it well and be an expert in what you do and align yourself with the right team of people who are experts in what they do. That's why I rely on Ace. I rely on Andrew because I'm not an attorney. I have a knowledge of it. I'm not a finance person. I have a knowledge of it, um, but I like to stick to the experts. Um, so that's what I think. Do you think a robot's going to replace you, Andrew? <laughs> so I, I think it's so interesting. I was actually I was like a listener for a second while we we're having this conversation because I was loving, and I'm going to answer your question about the robots. But what I liked listening to even more than any of this was about embracing the robots and how you need to have everyone, you know, everyone listens to us and they go, oh, it's Dottie. Oh, it's Ace. And what's interesting is when you become an expert in your field, you know what you learn? How much you don't know. Exactly. That's true. And so what we as experts know is that we have to use our our knowledge to embrace the technology. And what Dottie does that's so spectacular is she works on her soft skills on how to communicate with people and be the liaison between the technology and the consumer. And that's what you really have to do. You go to your expert, the broker. You go to your expert, the finance guy. You go to your expert, the attorney, or like our, our guest we're going to have later, the eminent domain. What, what you do is you say to them, what should I know? And that expert knows how to use the tools, the technology, and wraps it all together and makes it great. We have to realize what we don't know. And use things like the Google. Google knows more than I do. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Google knows everything. But even right? Google, you know, I, I always say this. It's kind of like WebMD. If you have some, you know, if you don't feel great, you know, you kind of go to WebMD. You put those, you know, whatever you feel. Like I have a pain in my head. I have a headache. I have this and that. And then, Google, then WebMD will tell you, I think, Oh, well, then you probably will call up the funeral director and think you're going to be dead. (laughs) I've done that, Dottie. I want you to know I read this stuff and I'm I'm like, I wake my wife up at four in the morning. I'm like, I have cancer. I have cancer. I'm like, I have a heart attack. That's a big one. Okay. But but the the fact is all of these things people will utilize, but you don't use WebMD instead of going to a doctor. 
and you that's might the key. go on that first, yes. okay, to kind of get a feel for things. But people don't use that in place of a doctor. I, and I you don't need the expert that. like Dottie. You need the expert yeah. that has the soft skills like Dottie to well, say, hey, Dottie, what should I believe? What shouldn't I believe? What should I know? And so I think the future for professionals is that actually we're going to have to become more knowledgeable because we're going to have to know what on that WebMD makes sense and what it doesn't and help apply it. And you used this word before, Dottie, and this is what I love about you. You said it's about their personal goals. Yes. And that's what we have to do. Well, yes, because I think, and I, I don't think people do this deliberately. Everyone likes to give advice. And yes. most people are trying to give you good advice or whatever they think is mm -hmm. good advice. But everyone's in a different place. Everyone has different needs. Everyone has different comfort zones. So you can listen to a lot of people's advice, but then you really have to sit back and look at your own goals and your own needs um, and your own financial situation because people are telling you it worked for them. And it's kind of like I was reading, I don't know, I have the article somewhere. Oh, this was funny. I was reading it. I always read, like, when I get a chance, I'll, I'll read articles in the Times. And So there was like, what have you done with your business cards that are outdated now? Hmm. Did you throw them out? Okay, now let me ask you. Have you? Th I have a million business cards. Do you? Do you keep them? I have them. I mean, I, I throw some. I have tons of them and they were just talking about all these people that mm -hmm. don't really use them but when they get them they have stacks of them that they they just don't throw away yeah. and i'm curious though it just it just was like a funny thing because they really are obsolete you don't need yeah. them anymore because somebody can look you up on the internet yeah. okay but people still give them out i just did a few things everybody had business cards it was i was no one said to me well i don't have a business card now you take all those business cards back at everything you do. And then if you forget to write who they are, you'll, you put them in a stack of unknown business cards yeah. that you met once or twice yes. and you have no clue who they are anymore. Okay, but if you do know, hopefully you put them into your uh, contacts. But what do you do with all the old ones you have? You know, Dottie, I haven't carried a business card in about three years. Same. No? No, no. I, everybody asks, do you have a business card? And just I just share my contact with their phone. And then you oh, have it smart. in the phone and everything is already set up and you just text one text and they have the whole, you know, your email, your phone number, your address, everything. So. Well, that's See? kind of, you know, an example of something that really people cling on to. But truthfully, going forward at some point, it's really been outdated already. Uh, but people have that comfort. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's, it's a it's a stupid kind of a little stupid thing. But it just gives to show you that how things have really progressed, that you really now somebody, you know, who's always had business cards really doesn't think about it. And I just happened to read, and I'm not sure if it was in the Times or the Wall Street Journal, but there was a thing and it said, what did you do with your business card? They're, they're obsolete. And there was all these people saying, listen, I have 5,000 of them. I moved I still took them, even though I never looked at them, and I only gave out one. And then another. We guy need a hoarder said, for them, the yeah. hoarding expert. The we hoarding need to have expert. them talk to them. And yeah, so, we'll bring them back. <laughs> so I, 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 I think that's kind of what's going on. But I do think for the, all those who are listening to me, and this is just I always emphasize when it's my opinion, not a fact. I do think that this generation, like the millennial generation, is a different generation than we, uh, the baby boomers are. And I think they have different wants and needs. Uh, and, of course, we all have stuff that's mutually, but 
with different ones, and what they're going to do is buy be buying different things. Mm. And yes. I think whether you're a baby boomer, a millennial, Generation X, or a, a World War II generation, I think you've kind of kind of look at where things are going and what trends are, and you know, especially if you're in business. But even if you're not in business, if you're a parent, maybe you want to try to help your kids find the right profession that not only they love. But that they'll get a job in because that's helpful. Important. Yeah. Yeah. And I just see it's changing a lot. And I think what's important to millennials has changed. Um, you know, not that they don't want to live at a home. I think the type of homes are different. I think that they want to. Um, I think that when I was younger, people that were successful, they moved far away from everyone. They would buy like this house somewhere that was three miles away from the nearest store and it was on 20 acres of land and ten, in the woods and yeah the, and it was like a mansion and yeah. that was their success but i don't see the millennials as that's what they want they don't see that as a success they want something nice obviously but they don't need something as big they want to be connected you okay? know donnie talking about communication with millennials and gen z you know, now we don't even give out really phone numbers. They'll give out their Instagram handle, their Facebook, and then they'll message you when they need something, right? So it's like that saying sliding into the DM. That's exactly what they do. So it's a it's Ace, a I'm so bad at this. Ace, I keep getting things on Facebook Messenger. And because, as you said, there's so many different handles you have. Yeah. I can't keep track of all the messages but I Andrew, get from different sources. But Andrew, the, the Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, the amount of business brutal, that I, but Andrew the the amount of business that I get through Instagram and Facebook just on the messaging alone they don't even email me they they no, yeah. they, they direct message me on mortgage questions it's amazing but Ace, yeah. amazing ask, Andrew and I will ask this yeah. I have the same problem as him so I get the old fashioned way something if they have my cell phone they go I get the text yeah. I get emails I get the office number. Then I get Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. um, and then you know whatever social media it is, whatever they they have, I have all them. And truthfully, I have to go to twenty different places to look for my Me messages. Too. Yeah, and then half it's a full time times, job. So yes, it's hours. And then yeah. half the oh. times, and then if you do social media, if you don't answer the people, mm-hmm. what good is it? It's 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 okay? a community, and that's hours. Yeah. Okay. And then they have to, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. LinkedIn. Well, yes, imagine. Dottie. I, I have to stalk them. I got to figure out who I'm talking to. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to go to therapy together, Dottie. This overwhelms me. Like, yeah. I get anxiety about this every morning. And LinkedIn. I mean, I don't know how anybody keeps up with it all. You know, I have my assistant fil- filtering through some of the messages that I'm getting in terms of business. But, you know, I, I would say I get around five to six inquiries a day, Dottie, on, on three different platforms. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. You know, the questions just come in. And I think the more you build a community and you're not really selling anyone anything, they just naturally come and they ask you questions. And that's really how. Well, I I agree with you that, you know, whatever your business is, it's not about selling. People don't want to. People want to buy. They don't want to be sold. And if you and if people perceive a value to you, and that's kind of what I said at the seminar, there'll always be a need for somebody who's good at what they do. What I think will change is all these mediocre people that are not, okay, but there's always a need for somebody. Um, but you get, and, and, but it's just hard that transition because you have to be disciplined at that. Uh, 
And how do you know who everybody is? I mean, oh, I'm going to do the cliffhanger, okay? <laughs> and I know this is, when I say it's indirectly about real estate, it's indirectly about everything, everything. that goes on today. Because people ask me real estate questions. Yeah. How do you know who you're talking to? Yeah. We're going to be right back after the break. It's 866-862-9709622. That's 866-860-9709622. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. If you're looking for a special way to show your loved one how much they mean to you, why not spend it on board the Atlantis Yacht? For New York Cruise's special Valentine's Day dinner cruise, sailing from Elizabeth, New Jersey, around New York Harbor, with gorgeous views of Lower Manhattan, the Statue of Liberty, the Brooklyn Bridge, all guaranteed to set the mood for you and your sweetie. The Valentine's Day cruise includes a special four-course Valentine's Day dinner menu, open bar, a 360-degree view of the skyline, and more. The Atlantis Yacht boards at 7.30 p.m. from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Love is in the air and on board every New York cruise. But there's something magical about the Atlantis Yacht on Valentine's Day. Tickets start at $1.99 per person. You can call 718-646-8083. That's 718-646-8083. 718-646-8083. Or go to NewYorkCruises.com. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. You know, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to you listening to AM970, The Answer. You get great discounts on all MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials, get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. Mike is offering a first-time buy one, get one free offer today on Giza Sheets. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go, please, to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one get one free offer on Giza sheets i'm telling you when i sleep in my bed i think of you i really do because it's so comfortable i have the mattress topper i have the my pillow but i have these Giza sheets and i have the uh, pillowcases the Giza pillowcases i get the best night's sleep because of that Enter promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 for these great specials. 800-651-0798. Promo code AM970. Joe Piscopo here asking, are you tired of dealing with dummies? Well, experience the smart way to buy a car at Route 22 Toyota with no hidden fees, no back and forth, no pressure, and no wasting time dealing with dummies. Alex Kinsella, the general manager, prides himself on his low lease offers and 0% APR financing for up to 72 months for qualified buyers. And now my buddy Alex wants you to experience their new smart way to service. Listen to my show every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. because you'll never know when Route 22 Toyota will be be giving me the go-ahead to give away free things like a multi-point inspection and oil change with filter to the first five callers. Call 855-621-9949 and say, Joe sent me. Experience how one caring family in the car business is out to change the entire car business by offering you the smarter way to buy a car and more. 855-621-9949. Route 22 Toyota. Route 22 West. Hillside, New Jersey. Or at Route22Toyota.com. All your and makes excluded. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. Start your week on a positive note. 
Tune in to Conversations with Joan. Join Joan Herman every Sunday night at 10 when she speaks with some of the most inspirational and influential people in the world. People who are making a difference. People who are changing lives. Each week, Joan focuses on important topics that impact your life. From health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being, thought leaders and experts share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Let's start talking. Conversations with Joan, every Sunday night at 10, right here on AM 970, The Answer. For more information, visit conversationswithjoan.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and um, I am, we were just talking about social media and business cards that are obsolete, and we had a little conversation during the uh, commercial break, which is really interesting, and I say this for everybody uh, but you know the so we were talking about social media and truthfully it's a job to keep it all up but if you do keep it all up i think ace you said it best to yeah. me during the break um you build your yeah, brand you build. and i tell all young people you need to build your brand now it doesn't matter what company you are in it doesn't matter what you do everyone's name is their brand and that's going to be with you and I think how you market that and how people follow you and, and is, is all part of it. So I think it's really important to do that. Um, and, and you know what? If you're not familiar with it, just, you know, just go in easy, you know, little by little. Right, but right. I, it's definitely something that if you're not on these platforms, you need to start opening up and just learning a little bit more about them because communication is, is definitely changing. You have to listen to Dottie, though, about how it stays with you. Yes. Because if I had this social media when I was in college, my life would be a disaster right oh, now. Oh, you'd be in trouble. And so, you'd be in yeah, trouble, I'd be in Andrew. trouble. <laughs> and when we interview people in my law firm, we search you on social media. And we see pictures that people should not have on social media. And you have to be very careful. And I have nieces and nephews that are in college right now. You have to be very careful because this stuff never disappears from the Internet. Mm. And if you have wild parties and keggers and, and you're wearing scantless outfits, I'm not judging. Just remember that you're going to go into niching yourself into one brand because it's always going to be your brand. Well, that's true. But, you know, taking it a step past that, um, we're just talking about following up. Like we, It really started with business cards. And they said I haven't carried one for a couple of years. Which I can't and believe. Amazing. Well, because that's really not the way the world goes anymore. And truthfully, I, I love doing um, the panels and being on them and, and doing keynote speaks. I meet so many different people, and you really learn from everyone. And the, I do think there's a different generation, and I think things are changing in the way people operate. Uh, again, that's for you to know, but I think so, most people get stuck in their you know, their little tunnel vision of what they know and what they do in that circle of people that think like them. And I just find it really grow it like it helps grow everyone to be around different things and different people with different techniques. 
So I just think, and and the internet, I was asking Ace, how do you keep up with it? It's yeah. If I tried getting someone to write it and answer, you know, it, respond, it people knew it wasn't me. They're like, oh, this is the fake Dottie, and we don't want to speak to the fake Dottie. Yeah. So I. You really have a stunt do, double. No, I do it myself. <laughs> she does you know? it herself. It's a commitment. Um, oh, cool. And I think that that's a key. And I think that when you are young and you're starting, with your social media will really be a big part of a lot of your futures. Forget about the social part of it as far as friends and stuff um, going yes. forward in, in your career. I mean, like if you're an attorney, um, not that you want to give legal advice on the Internet, but truthfully, the sa- it's the same way. It's like building your own brand. And I think it's great, but I do think you have to be careful. But speaking of that, um, those of you on Long Island, Jonathan Miller's, who built a great brand for himself, yes, um, is you know did the some of the market reports, and in Long Island, the listing inventory fell to record lows, and sales prices continued to rise. So it's hot, Long Island. And, hot, uh, hot, hot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the median sales price on Long Island has not seen a year-over-year decline in 27 quarters. So, Long Island, you're on fire. The number of sales were up over a year for the fourth time in five quarters. The North Fork uh, price indicated that the sales rose there. And uh, condo listing inventory declined year-over-year for the third straight quarter, but not in a big way. The Hamptons... Inventory's mounting up there, um, but took a breather this quarter and when inventory fell year over year for the first time in five quarters. That's uh, a relief. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I think trends are different, too. You know, I, I don't want to say everyone because there's no... But, you know, how many of these 40, 50, 60 million dollar trophy properties will sell in the future? I don't know. Uh does the average person want them? No, but there's always somebody who wants a trophy property. And I think I have an article somewhere when I find it, I'll I'll tell you about it. But I think one, maybe it was the Wall Street Journal had the top 10 million that what you guys voted on as being the top million dollar properties in the country. Uh, so oh, I want to see that. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. I these properties here. are just. Let me take a quick okay, and just I'll take a quick question. L.A. had some declines, um, so. But, you know, you can't go by a quarter. You have to kind of look at the whole thing. And as I said, this is an election year, mm-hmm. although I'm sick of hearing about it, <laughs> truthfully. It's enough. The Super Bowl is coming. We'll give it a break. Uh, but I think people kind of, some not first-time buyers, but a lot of people just kind of sit on the sidelines and say, oh, let's just see what happens. With that, let me take a t- quick question from Tom. Hi, Tom. How are you, Dottie? I'd like to say I wrote you another I wonder if you got my express letter. Did you write me recently? Yeah, a few weeks ago. The, um, in other words, it was an express letter. You couldn't miss it, really. It had the, what I call a spiral letter. It's a letter in the spiral book. Oh. And it, and it uh, well, maybe you didn't look at your mail. I do look at my mail. You sent it through oh, an email? Do. Uh, I, I no, I sent it. I sent it to regular mail. Oh, another express mail. Right, oh, uh, no, I didn't it, get it. But you know, maybe it's in the office. I, I, I'll have to check. Maybe they have it in the office, or maybe it went to the office. I didn't get it. But you can kind of you tell. You got to read it to know it. That's okay. all I got to say. Okay. Oh. Well, where, where did, do you know where you sent it, or maybe you can tell the? the I sent it. Well, I sent it right to your station. 
Oh, the, oh, station. the station. Well, you know what, Tom? They haven't given it to me yet. So oh, I'm going to make sure to ask them because, you know, they would have to give it to me if you sent it to the station. So I will check, and hopefully the next time you call me, I'll be able to give you an answer to whatever your mail is, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, no harm done. All right. I just was curious. I was curious. No, I didn't get it, Tom, but oh, I will, okay. I will no ask harm. them after the show. All right, okay, no harm done. Okay, have a good weekend, right. Tom. Thanks. Thank you. Thank Bye, you Tom. too, Dottie. You too. Bye, Tom. Okay, well, I didn't get it, but I will look for it. You know, sometimes things yeah. in, in big companies, stations get lost, so I'm glad I, I, I kind of looked. Listen up. Another I, place to check, Dottie. You got to check the station, the <laughs> office, the house. The, it's like I'm, I'm getting stressed well, just thinking me, about you know, all this mail. You're getting stressed. I, I tell people, listen. Be persistent. You know, the person that, you know, if you send somebody one text or one email and they don't get it, I would tell them, well, you know what, people get a lot of stuff. They, sometimes they just miss it. And I even tell the people that work with me, if someone doesn't answer an email, send another one. Okay? Because they might have missed it. Or don't assume that someone read it and knows what you told them because maybe they didn't read it. Or maybe they have their assistant doing it and they didn't read it. So, it doesn't hurt. Dottie, to you want to hear persistent. something interesting? Yes. Dottie, uh, I send this to my team this week. It's actually interesting you bring this up. There's an article that says it takes <laughs> five to seven touch points to close a sale. So that means you got to make five to seven contacts before you're going to close that sale. So as Dottie's saying, don't give up. One's not enough. Two's not enough. Five to seven touch points. I thought that was interesting. Okay. I have some questions that were sent to us. So I think this one is a you question, Andrew. But it says... Neighbors sue over an extreme home makeover. Can people do this? An extreme home. So apparently in Naples, Florida, I'll just uh, give you the crux of it. Uh, the, somebody painted their home, and they painted it like like a cartoon. Like they painted it with multiple bright colors, and they spray paint, painted it, and they put designs on it, and... Um, they splattered it multiple colors all over the house. Even the, they spray painted the lawn. They spray painted the mailbox. And, People got to um, search this. It's gorgeous, it Dottie. Look at this. The tree, out too. Of a car the tree. Too. <laughs> right. Now, the neighbors said the owner completed the paint job over the course of a week. Now he moved out of the house and he's already facing drug charge, including smuggling. Wow. Well, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but he is doing court favor. Can you sue over somebody's? Personal. Well, first of all, yeah, I'll answer that. But first of all, you got to check out this house. You had to be on drugs to paint it like this. The cars <laughs> painted, the grounds painted. So really, the answer comes down to if there's what's called a restrictive covenant on the house. And I'm going to talk more about that when we get done with the break because they're tuning us out. So call up with those types of questions at 866-970-9622. Yeah. We'll be back in the break. But as said, you, do you have the right, if you have ownership of your home, to paint it? Anything you'd like. And the trees. And the trees. <laughs> and the mailbox. And the lawn. <laughs> we'll be right back. Right after the break. The Leadership Hour with Steve Autobotto will be on at a special time this Saturday afternoon at 2 so that we may bring you St. John's Basketball. That's the Leadership Hour with Steve Autobotto this Saturday afternoon at 2 on AM 970, The Answer. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. The next Dining Out Dialogues will take place at Rustica Lounge and Restaurant on February 6th with special guest, former Viking cheerleader and chef, Lisa Patman, Top Chef Michelino Vastola, and NBC4's Produce Pete. Call 201-313-0820 for reservations today. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. I'm so proud to announce that my dear friends at Trinitas Regional Medical Center have a brand new center dedicated to women. Together with the Connie Dwyer Breast Cancer Foundation, they recently opened the new center for excellent breast care, the Connie Dwyer Breast Center at Trinitas. Here, every woman is treated to the latest in screening, diagnosis, and treatment, regardless of her ability to pay. And there's even a breast navigator available to guide women through every aspect of their care. This is a state-of-the-art center staffed with a full complement of breast health specialists that features the latest technology and, most importantly, is a welcoming, safe environment for every woman who walks through their doors. If you or a loved one would like to learn more about the Connie Dwyer Breast Center at Trinitas, please call 908-994-5984-908-994-5984 or visit their website at trinitasrmc.org. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law? Well, every Thursday during Kevin McCullough Radio, you hear from Mike Connors of Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission and Sunday mornings on AM 970 The Answer at 11. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, we're invited to Teamsters Local 237's headquarters for the union's installation ceremony where many of its top officials are sworn in. It's Reaching Out, Saturday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Okay, we're back. All right, and you're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Ace and Andrew, and uh, we're talking about, we just talked <laughs> about a makeover <laughs> yep. of a house, and if you paint it like 
hor- there was somebody who painted it like horrible colors. They spray painted the lawn. They they I guess painted the trees. They thought that would be attractive. All right, got to Google this. It's okay. wild, it Dottie. Is wild. It's okay. Yeah. Well, is that legal? The, the people are going to sue the guy, and I don't know. I really so I'll like- tell you. I'll give you the answer. It's real easy. So, <laughs> everyone's heard of zoning, right? You've all heard of zoning. Well, there's something that's called private zoning, and that's called a restrictive covenant. And when you buy a house, everyone gets title insurance. And one of the searches you get is called a CNR search. And if the CNR search says you can't do something, like, for example, there's neighborhoods in Florida's renowned for this. I, I don't know if you've seen, but like City Place, everything's exactly the same color. I don't know if you've noticed that. And a restrictive covenant will say you must paint your color this shade of white, for example. Well, homeowners so associations, they, like a lot, and a lot of them it. outside of New York also, too, will say you can only use this color. You can paint your home this, exactly. this, or this. So they, but that's in the that's in the actual ownership papers. What about if you just buy a property like your own house and it's not a home? So what I'm saying is that. Even a private home, like if I could have a random block and the owners that developed it, because most blocks are developed by a developer, right. can put what's called a CNR on it. And that's you'd search it in your title. And if they violate it, then you can sue. But let's assume there's no CNR, no covenant or restriction on the property. It's very hard to sue for a visual obstruction. We have that noise expert on. Noise is a nuisance. Sight generally isn't. But what I would say to you is that most zoning codes have restrictions on upkeep of house. And even if the neighbor can't sue, many municipalities like towns, villages and cities, they can enforce their rights and say, you can't paint it like this. Like, this is an extreme, Dottie. We're not talking about two different colors. No, no. This looks like they spray painted the house. They did spray paint it. Okay. (laughs) Maybe they hated their neighbors and wish to get even with them. I don't know unless that's their taste. I have another one for you. Tell me. Oh. Um, This is from Inman, and it's a true story, and it happened last week. Does the broker have to tell you if a serial killer lived in the house and kept a woman prisoner in the basement? Okay, and it's the former home of an accused serial killer is currently sitting on the market in Massachusetts, and this week appears to have traumatized an unwitting couple who were on the hunt for a good deal. And uh, it has two bedrooms or whatever, and I guess they... They held a you know a woman hostage and they soundproofed the basement and a serial killer was they lived there. Do you have to tell someone if there's a serial killer that had the house? Wow. Owned the house before so, you? You know what's coming to my head before I even go into the law? That's my wife. Have you ever heard of Nissaquag, Dottie? Of course. So my wife and I were looking at houses in Nissaquag. It's like Smithtown area, which is the center of Long Island for people that don't know. And the whole and we're like, why are there so many ovens? There were these old ovens and it was like a hundred year old house. And the broker did tell me, he goes, this was a mafia kill house. No way. I'm telling you, I was freaking out. My wife and I were like, we can't be. There was like these huge brick ovens all around the house. And we're like, we don't understand why it was like, you know how you were talking about in the woods, Dottie? It was like way back miles in the woods. And we thought we were getting a score until the broker told us this. And we couldn't get out of that house fast enough. (laughs) So I understand what this person's talking about. I don't know about you. I'd love to hear from you. 866-970-9622. Whether it's legal or not legal, whether you have to tell or not, I would kill the broker if they didn't tell me a serial killer lived there. And I certainly wouldn't buy the house. But some people would. That's, you know, you, you know, let us know what you think. I have a question. So the answer, Dottie, yeah. just quickly, is it's a state law dependent thing. Different states have different laws. So Massachusetts and New York are going to have different rules on this. And everyone has to check their individual state. And we're a national show. So check it out. Check it out. So some states you might not have to tell. 
Okay. Correct. Like New York, New York, you don't have to tell unless they specifically ask the question in writing. So that's a good question to ask. Okay. If they don't have to tell, just ask it anyway. And Um, ask it in writing. I have one for you. You have to write it. Ask it in writing. Rate and ace. This is for you. How long can I lock in a rate? And what does that mean exactly? Oh, it it really depends. But the norm is 60 days. Um, Some will lock in for 90 but um, if you're buying a co-op, just because you have the co-op board and the interview and whatnot may take a little bit longer. But the norm will be 60 days. So Okay, that's the norm. And by the way, during the break, Ace was telling me, Donnie, you need to let me know whatever you, what mortgages we have to do refinances. Yes. Well, why don't you tell all our listeners and listeners, hopefully everyone listens to our show. But if they're yeah. not, you need to tell all the people you know. What did you just tell me during the break? Oh, we, we are at an all-time low, folks. For all of our lis- listeners right now, on a 30-year 30, 30 fixed rate, the rate is currently 3.25%. Now, I don't know if everyone's been keeping up with the news, but because of this whole scare with the coronavirus, it's been affecting the stock market. Now, when people are a little bit hesitant to invest in the stock market, they put their money, they take it out of the stock market, and, they've, they, and then they invest in bonds. So what happens with the bonds is that it actually pr- pushes down the rates. So we're at an all-time low. For anyone that has a mortgage or is looking to purchase, look at your mortgage statements, see what rates they are, and we are literally, folks, in a record-breaking low within uh, probably the last Daddy, 50 you want to hear years. This? Ace, Ace, yeah, check this out. Andrew. You asked if people are listening. My my roommate from college, who I haven't spoken to in decades, right? Yes. He texts me after our show last week, and he said, can you hook me up with someone at Citizens Bank? I sent him to one of your guys, Ace. Oh, that's he goes, awesome. I need to refinance. He goes to me, I need. To, I was listening to the show, and he goes, I need to refinance. Ace said if it's one point lower, yeah. I should refinance. And I don't know if you guys have read this newspaper, but in the Washington Post, it says mortgage rates sink to their second lowest level in three years. It's it's unbelievable. It's, it's at its lowest level. Andrew. All right, so wow. everyone who's yeah. listening, you need to tell everyone you know that if they have a mortgage, that they should look at the rate and and for mo- most likely the rate's at the lowest, so it's going to be. Yes. And they should call. It's going to save them, God knows how much money over the long term, and the cost really is minuscule. I mean, there's no out-of-pocket cost. And if you don't do it, it's like throwing your money away when you can save so much money. It's the time to do it. So please share that tip with anybody that you know that has a mortgage because it really has record low interest rates. And if you have any questions, you can email us or just call us the radio show or you can go to any of our social medias. Just okay. let us know because really, it's a great time to do it. It's probably the best. And it's hard to time. Everyone says, oh, daddy, should I buy a house now? Should I do a mortgage now? It's hard to time the market perfectly. How long has it been? This is the lowest rates for God knows how it's, long. It's, it's one of the lowest. Andrew actually just recently refinanced his home, too. So. Yeah. yeah, and well, it's you save so much money as you, you guys do. are saying. We're like we're like a public service announcement. I just <laughs> want to give another public service announcement, which you just reminded me because this coronavirus, people think drinking yes. Corona gives it to you. It doesn't. You can drink your Corona. Uh, oh, order everyone to thank know. you. I was worried. Yeah, I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. But you know what? I, we talked about that. You know, sometimes you find interesting conversations during the break. Yeah. But we talked about that also, and. 
you know, I don't know, you know, who knows? I'm not, you know, I don't think anybody knows the extent of how, how big this is going to get. However, I do know that I saw the, I, you know, I've listened to the news and everything, and they show the amount of deaths from that virus, but then they show you the amount of deaths from the flu, which is the far flu. greater. Yeah. The flu is the devil. And, and like, so then, like, why is isn't it, the, the flu, the, like, why oh. isn't the flu out? Like, why aren't they saying, okay, let's, let's, why are they not saying that about the flu? Is it because we of the are, Dottie. Dottie, you are. We're, we're making our own public service announcement. We're on the air. Beware of this flu. And I got to tell you, I get your flu shots. I had them. We I need that. that. Yeah, it is. Oh. But, but, but truthfully, I, I, I just said they showed you the deaths of the corona. And I had just gone to my doctor because, like I said, I had pneumonia. And he said to me, well, and I what told him about that virus. And he said, well, listen, he said the same thing. The flu has more deaths. So it's mm, not yeah. that we're under, not that you shouldn't take all the precautions, but it's the flu period. Any strain of it can be dangerous. And he told me, but again, this was just my doctor, and, and I think it's too early on for them to really know. He said, you're t- you're, you know, they're talking about deaths, but in the amount, for the amount of people that, re- that got that disease, it was not significantly higher than a regular flu. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't want either of them. I'm no. going to tell you. I want so you should, you should <laughs> be, like, I don't want You neither. should be careful yeah. whether it's that flu or any flu by taking the yeah. precautions of, you know, washing your hands. And if you have a bad cold, don't go out so much. And all of the things that they tell you. Uh, because, listen, it's got to be very contagious for them to shut down, you know, to, to take people out a of city. countries. Yeah. Do you yeah. see they shut down 11 million people, I think it is, in China? Yeah. Biggest quarantine ever. Like Yes, and they showed me, and you can't, well, I don't have, you know, you can't you can imagine this, but somebody showed me on their iPhone yesterday, people in China, they ran out of the masks. So they took these water coolers, the empty water coolers, or some kind of things, and they put them over their head. Holy so I, Wow. Yeah. That's, that's insane. So, uh, yeah, so I guess it's pretty contagious. Uh, I don't want to panic anyone. Just take the, the precautions. And remember that the flu is just as dangerous. So either way, it's a good time for everyone to just take a halt um, and listen to what your doctors tell you. And drink Corona beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy that blows out my hair tells me, Dottie, okay, you need to never let your throat be dry because that's how you catch flus and these viruses. And I said, where did you hear that? And he said, my dad. From uh, maybe Argentina or someplace. I mean, I don't know if it's a wives' tale or not, uh, because it might be. <laughs> but he said but that it's easier it. to get the flu or or those kind of viruses when your when your throat is dry. I don't know if that's true, but that's what he said. Can't I have, hurt. Okay, <laughs> but I have that question now. You so to lock in a rate. We would just quickly because we have a guest coming in after eleven. What to lock in a rate? We should should you lock it in now? Yeah. So if you're getting a mortgage now, you should definitely lock in the rate. Um, and if you're not getting a mortgage because you're not buying something, you should definitely look at the mortgages that you have now to look for a refinance. It will save you so much money. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I think, what did we say, one point, Ace? Yeah, one point difference. So or- where would somebody call or email or text or however they're doing it? They can email or- yeah. DM. Or DM. DM, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they can email me at ace.w at citizensbank.com. 
ace.w at citizensbank.com at citizensbank.com and he'll get you to the right people yeah. uh, please take advantage of this wonderful time if okay it's an opportunity it. that one day everyone's going to say so I should have yes. could have and I should have I mean I remember being in the business when the rates were 17% okay so this is really a gift by the way at the 11 o'clock after the news we'll have am I saying this right Jennifer Povasek, a second, she's a litigator with an intensive experience in eminent domain law. And we're going to talk about what eminent domain is. And Dottie, um, you remember we were talking about Cuomo with a Penn Station and they were going to take away the property. And I can't wait to, for Jennifer to tell us what the rights of these people are when Cuomo takes away around Penn Station. Because she's going to, she's the person that you go to when the government tries to seize your property and she'll get you compensation. I have a lot of questions. This is going to be very fascinating. Yeah. And eminent domain, just so that you, um, our listeners know what that means, that's the government's right. You know, if they want to build, let's say they want to build a highway and it's just your your home happens to be in the way. The government can come in and say, you know, hey, we're knocking your home down because we're building a highway and your home is in the way. And I don't, you don't have rights to stop them, but then you can get compensated. And that's something that, you know, uh, we're going to talk about uh, with Andrew and uh, Jennifer. about what you can do when when the government wants to take over your your property, and I I think it happens more than you know, because government, it happens you know, everywhere. Yeah, developments. I, you know, developers go to the government and they say, listen, I won't develop this unless you can take get the rest of the property from me. So like I don't know, we were talking about Long Island a little while ago, but you know they're doing this Ronkonkoma hub project at the airport and the and they did eminent domain there. And whenever you see a huge development, you need someone like Jennifer to talk to because, right. you know, that's that's the expert. Oh, and I just because and I'm speaking about with ACE. Mortgage rates are low. And by the way, in Manhattan, for those of you who listen to read, you know, this is up, this is down. You kind of if you look at the decade, uh, the decade, like the last 10 years, um, Manhattan home prices rose 25% over the past decade. Yeah. So if you look at everything in a like three month period, I mean, it's really, you can't track real estate that way. But if you look at it over the long haul, um, it went up, okay, 25% in 10 years from wow. a median price of 880 to now over 1.1 million. Mm-hmm. So for most part, it was a pretty good investment, okay? We're going to be right back after the 11 o'clock news, and we're going to talk about eminence on the main and the right. What rights does the government have to take over your property? And if they do, and you find yourself in that predicament, how do you get compensated, and who do you go to to get the best, the most compensation? We'll be right back. I'm going home to the place. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.